I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through our rapid review for the preseason challenge week two. Congratulations to the Brisbane Broncos taking home the coveted uh, preseason challenge title. Unreal stuff. Let's get stuck into the first game. So we had the Rabbitohs and the Roosters that was 6pm Friday. Look, uh, I won't spend too much time on this one. A pretty heavily, uh, almost third grade um, sort of event there. The Roosters and the Bunnies, obviously with all their players in uh, Vegas. Uh, a lot of New South Wales Cup players, a couple of SG Ball players and whatnot. Not really a stack to read into here. Um, guys that stood out to me though for the Sydney Roosters, Celesi Fochetti. We spoke about him uh, in the preview podcast the other day. I am a huge fan of Fikedi. I think he's got a big future in our game. Uh, did a bit more with the ball than what I've seen previously, and defensively, he is incredible. So scored a try. I think he ran for 220-odd metres. Uh, he was incredible, Fikedi. So shout-out to him. A very, very good performance. He's going to be one to watch in the future. Same as Xavier Va'a, the front row forward. Another one to keep your eyes on. Uh, defensively, I thought Corey Ross was unreal. A local guy, I believe, Corey Ross. Uh, put on a couple of huge shots there. He was fantastic. Uh, the fullback, though, Callum Gromek. I haven't seen him play before. He absolutely lit it up. Two tries, 140-odd metres, two tries, two line break assists, uh, a couple of tackle breaks. He was everywhere. And some of just his touches, the way that he positioned his body, et cetera, et cetera, he was fantastic, Callum. So shout-out to him. Very, very impressive performance. Good to get a first look at Alex Young as well. Uh, let's have a look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, hasn't been a great preseason for the Bunnies. A couple of uh, trials that have not on their way outside of the Charity Shield, but all sort of reserve grade um, sort of talent that they put out there. I thought the skipper went well. Brock Gray, uh, Leonard Skelton, who played in the centres, was handy as well. Uh, but honestly, once again, not a stack to take 
um, from this trial for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Essentially, a lot of younger guys getting an opportunity there uh, and getting dusted by the Sydney Roosters, who played some really good footy to their credit. All right, let's move on to the first grade sort of trials. The Cronulla Sharks and the Canterbury Bulldogs went head-to-head in the late game Friday night. This one came to you from Belmore. Really enjoyed this game. Uh, a couple of try scorers. Teague Wilton ran a brilliant line. It's fucking incredible, the lines that Teague Wilton runs. Very, very impressive. Uh, Jacob Preston scored for the Canterbury Bulldogs as well. Outside of that for the Bulldogs, uh, a pretty grim little outing. Um, I've been saying it for a few weeks now that I don't think Blake Taff is the option at fullback. And um, I hate to say it, but I think Blake Taff all but played himself out of the fullback role the other night. Uh, four errors there. Three of them came within about a 10-minute period. Yeah, he's a good player, Blake Taff. I'm not convinced he's a fullback, to be honest with you. I think that when he's played his best footy, it's been at 5-8. Uh, but I do not think he is the player that should be the fullback at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Been saying it for months. Um, yeah, got got a lot of hype this preseason. But personally, I would be looking at guys like Connor Tracy, Stephen Crichton, these sort of fellas to have a crack there. Um, if this, you know, if, if Matty Burton's not working out at 5-8, I'd be more than happy to give him an opportunity there. Uh, but yeah, I just... I, I, you know, the other night I only backed up my opinions that I do not believe uh, Blake Taff is the answer at fullback for Canterbury. Um, who else have we got here? Bronson Zeri had a very strong game, 20 odd hit ups, 170 metres. He was very good, Bronson. Stephen Crichton came up with some huge defensive efforts early. A lot of question marks about why he was given the caps. I, I think we saw a number of good things um, in this game. Uh, Jamin Salmon, I thought uh, him at 13 looked good, uh, but I thought Josh Curran, when he was on the field, definitely look like the best ball-playing 13 this team could have. Uh, he played limited minutes. It has been revealed by Phil Gould last night that him and Sam Hughes are both suffering from a bug or an illness or something that week, so neither played huge minutes. Uh, so I would assume that you'll see Josh Curran play bigger minutes uh, come round one. I actually, it might explain why he wasn't the 13 in that game. So we'll see how that all plays out. Very up in the air, very trial sort of stuff uh, that we don't really know what's going on. Um, Drew Hutchison, pretty average. Uh, just went about his work. Nothing overly special, though. Matty Burton uh, did a couple of nice things. Put in a kick at one point that was absolute magic. Outside of that, not a stack again. Um, uh, guys, outside of that, really not a stack to talk about. Kurt Mann came on and played a bit of 13. I did, once again, now that we know that Curran uh, was out with a illness, I'm not quite sure how much we read into that, to be completely honest with you. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see how they announce their side uh, for round one. I thought Farmer Silly coming off a really good trial the other day. Um, didn't really stand out to me in this game. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, a lot of the things that we were looking for an answer for, we didn't quite get from the forward pack. Realistically, I think that 13 jersey, maybe we know less than what we uh, went in there knowing. Blake Wilson, I thought he had a good game as well. I just think what this game did define for the Canterbury Bulldogs is that Blake Taff is not the guy. I think they need to find another fullback there. Uh, for the Sharkies... Um, look, without Nico Hines, very hard to get a read on the Cronulla Sharks. I didn't think Trindle was fantastic in this game. Uh, I thought Oregon Kalfusi was solid. Blake Braley, solid again. Uh, but, yeah, without Connor Tracy, there isn't... Uh, sorry, without uh, Nico Hines, there really isn't a stack 
to read into this side. I don't know how much I take from it realistically. Uh, we know they are so ball dominant through Nico Hines, and if you have Nico Hines, you should be ball dominant through him. So I don't read a stack into it. Uh, I thought Teague Wilton in attack was fantastic, that line that he runs. It's one of the best in the competition. Very, very impressive. Uh, really tough line. Defended well as well. I've had my criticisms of Teague Wilton in defense, but he defended really well the other night. Keen to see uh, how it all holds up once we get into the regular season. Uh, outside of that, guys, I thought Kyle Itero, when he came on, he was very good. Nine runs, 114 Run meters, uh, five tackle breaks was very, very solid there. Uh, but I don't think he's done enough to uh, pull Sivitalikai out of this side. So I think the Cronulla Sharks, they will line up round one. Sort of as we expected based off last year with Talakai in at left centre. All right, let's have a look at the Melbourne Storm and the Newcastle Knights. This one came to you from Fiji. Would have been pretty damn warm over there, I imagine. Uh, good game, though. 28 points to 10. The Melbourne Storm win that one without Cam Munster. Pretty impressive stuff. Uh, Pappy uh, didn't really get through a stack of work or didn't really come up with anything overly special, uh, but just good to see him get more minutes under his belt, get through the game. Um, I thought that Jonah Pazette was pretty handy throughout this game, had a couple of nice little touches and whatnot. Jerome Hughes, uh, I think he had a try assist. He put uh, Eli Kartoa through for a brilliant try, nearly impossible to stop when he's at full flight. Um, I thought young Tonamapaya had some really nice touches as well. Uh, once he was on the field. Uh, outside of that, guys, not a heap to take away from this game. I thought that Tristan Powell, who was Jersey, what was he, 16, 17? Jersey 16. I thought he did some nice things when he was on the field as well. Joe Chan looks good once again. I reckon he's a smoky to get a little bench spot there. Uh, and Trent Leroux, who looked pretty good as well in Jersey 13. Um, Kane Bradley, I'm not overly convinced that he's going to be the guy moving forward. I think he will be for round one, uh, but I think that spot is really up for grabs. Sean Bloor, good to see him in a Melbourne Storm jersey for the first time. Uh, didn't really blow it away, though, in reality. Uh, I also like the look of Trey Stewart when he got on. I believe he's come from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Handy little player there. I am still a fan of Lazarus Valipu as well. I think we'll see him uh, at some point this season. Uh, Tui Kamakamitha as well. He was the other one that was fantastic. Very impressive in this game. Obviously playing back at Fiji at home. I think he took a few players over to his island and whatnot. Very great, great, wholesome stuff to hear. I thought he was really good in this game. 170 odd metres. Harry Grant also scored a late try. Uh, was very solid, causing headaches all day. Uh, let's move to the Newcastle Knights. Uh, let's be honest here. Very clunky. Uh, very, very clunky. Uh, not the free-flowing sort of footy that we saw last year. KP set up a couple of things there. Uh, I thought Anari Tawala out on the right wing. Uh, that, that right edge was a little bit out of sync without Dom Young there. A few balls hit the ground and whatnot. He's got a good dry, try, Tawala. Uh, but, yeah, they've got a bit of work to do, the Newcastle Knights. Only a trial, so I don't read an absolute stack into it. Uh, but just defensively, you know, just a couple of miscommunications, a couple of lazy efforts here and there. Uh, I thought the try that Jonah Pizzette scored early, uh, he went through, who was it? He went through Adam Elliott and Kai Pierce Paul. Just looked like a lot of lack of communication there from Adam Elliott. Um, Kai Pierce Paul, when he came on the field, he was really, really good. I cannot believe how big this guy is. Um, I think that he's. it's going to take him time to get you know, first grade ready and to be ready to play uh, on the edge every single week. And it's, you know, it's going to be hard to get that spot too because I thought Dylan Lucas, he tackled just about everything that moved early. He missed an early tackle and had an error. Uh, but outside of that, I thought Dylan Lucas was really, really solid. So I would be taking him as my left edge back row for round one. But I think Kai Pierce-Paul 
Christ, I think they'll be grooming him uh, to come into that spot in probably six or seven weeks. Uh, he was really good. The thing that impressed me with the most with Kai Pierce Paul is the amount of minutes that he played. Uh, got through an absolute stack of work. They used him as a decoy a thousand times throughout this game, but when he did have the ball, God, he looked damaging. Um, you know, I think he had seven, five or six tackle breaks, was it? Where uh, Tackle breaks. I feel like he had a fair whack of them. As the game went on, um, yeah, he, he was really solid. Kai Pierce Paul, sorry, only two tackle breaks. Take that back. Uh, but yeah, very solid. Kai Pierce Paul. I think he's going to really come into his own uh, the more that he plays in first grade. It was great to see him knock out those big minutes in that heat in Fiji. First game outside of um, England, so very, very good knock by him there. Uh, yeah, so I'm very excited to watch how that goes. Highlight of the game for me was the Saifidi brothers, Jacob getting Simbin, subbing off, sending Daniel out there. Unreal rugby league stuff there. Uh, but yeah, I think the Newcastle Knights, they'll run out round one with Hastings and Gamble. I think that they will have uh, Jack Cogger probably in jersey 14. I think Kai Pierce Paul will be on the bench. Um, Dylan Lucas on the left edge, and I think that Newcastle Knights side there looking uh, like a great squad on paper, just a little bit off the mark in this game. All right, the game after that, we had the New Zealand Warriors and the Dolphins. I uh, really, really enjoyed this one. I thought the Warriors played very well. Very exciting to see them, you know, back with their full squad. SJ, uh, Chans, uh, sorry, Ch- not Chans, SJ, Roger. Obviously, Chans was out of this game, so Torpiki came in. Uh, but, mate, we saw the amount of work that Roger Tulvasashek was doing at centre. 17 runs, 196 metres, two line break assists, one try assist, eight tackle breaks. He was everywhere, Roger the Dodger. I think he's in for a massive, massive season. And I think off the back of that performance, I was already seriously considering him in Supercoach Classic after going very, very cold on him a few weeks ago. And we've done the old guru backflip. I think we will start with RTS now. So very excited to have him. I thought Luke Metcalf looked really good in this game as well. You can see he's bulked up a little bit, ready to defend in the front line this season. And SJ just controlled the game well, come up with a couple of nice plays. Forward pack, all very solid. Um, yeah, Ticked all the boxes you sort of wanted to see. I thought Mitchie Barnett was really good. Jackson Ford, fantastic. AFB, 180-odd run metres there, which is good to see. Uh, yeah, look, the Warriors ticked all the boxes in this game you wanted to see. I still think uh, Ali, I think I think it's Leotel, uh, very, very talented. I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks into this team at some point this season. Very, very impressed with his performance. Uh, disappointing. Not to see Laban get on the field. I would have liked to have seen him have another crack. I think he's still a little bit off getting into this side, realistically. Uh, For the Finn, great to see Hamiso back running around with this side, but didn't really have too much impact. Uh, I thought Jermaine Osako still managed to run for 150-odd run metres again. Herbie Farmworth was solid. I thought Jack Bostock, uh, he obviously scored a try, but we'll be keeping an eye on him once again. Um, I think he will be there round one, which will be a little supercoach cheapy for all of us. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan. He obviously uh, got taken from the field early in this one. So, Dolphins, they've had a really mismatched preseason. Uh, look, for me, though, unfortunately, the biggest talking point out of this one is Tommy Gilbert. Um, another injury. We do wish Tom Gilbert all the very best. One of the best forwards in this competition, and it sounds like uh, that's almost definitely an ACL. So, it looks like he will miss the season. A huge kick in the dick for the Dolphins. Absolutely sucks, but... Um, 
I guess this is where they must be absolutely stoked with the depth that they've had built, where you lose a guy like him and you've got so many guys uh, to choose from to bring back in. Uh, but, yeah, we feel really sorry for Tom Gilbert. We want to wish him all the best in his recovery. And uh, hopefully we see him back for the Dolphins very soon. It's very unfortunate for the Dolphins when you sign a guy like Tom Gilbert. Um, you know, not that they plucked him out of nowhere, but they probably identified the sort of player that he was before other clubs did. So, yeah, very disappointing to see it play out that way. Um, I thought that, yeah, Avrilo, he scored off a nice little Nicarima kick. Uh, yeah, Dolphins are going to be very, very interesting. We know that Wayne Bennett traditionally couldn't give less fucks um, about trials and whatnot. So can you see how they... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Go in round one, not reading too much into trial form. Um... The last thing I wanted to mention was that ball that SJ threw to Rocco Berry. My God, that was scintillating. What a pass that was. That is a proper champagne rugby league. Uh, good to see Tafade score late as well. Looking fit. I'm sure he'll be relevant at some point this year. All right, let's move to the Seagulls and the Broncos. Once again, guys, a game that featured a lot of reserve graders and whatnot. So I probably won't spend too much time on this game. Um, I think the guy that stood out for me, though, was Jamie Humphreys from the Manly Seagulls. I hadn't really seen a stack of him previously, but wow, uh, I thought it was very evident in this game just why the Manly Seagulls are so high on him. His ball playing was tremendous. Two line break assists, one try assist. He just looked dangerous the entire game. He was just... He was just popping up everywhere and just just being a pain in the ass. Uh, 11 runs for 100 metres as well. You love to see that from a halfback. I thought Max Lehman uh, for the Manly Seagulls on the sting was very good as well. And Bailey Hodgson, he got through a lot of work in this game. I've never been a huge Bailey Hodgson guy, uh, but he did, did get through a lot of work in this one. There's no denying that. Toss simply the skipper of this game. Very impressive again. Dean Madison got through a heap of work. Uh, outside of that, guys, didn't take a lot from this. Brad Parker playing on the edge was good to see. Uh, scored a try there. For the Brisbane Broncos, uh, once again, same as the Manly Seagulls, guys. Not a stack to take from this. So many players out and whatnot. I thought Sione Hopawate, a very good player. Deloise Hoyter had a great knock. Ethan Quai Ward in the centres as well went good. Uh, Josh Rogers, I think he ran for like 100-odd metres at 5'8". Not a bad knock. Kurt Falls uh, scored a nice little try at one point. Moza, solid once again. Uh, Takura, coming off a, a good performance last week. Another 100-odd metres for the big fella. Um, so, yeah, look, positives to take for the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, you know, put put 40 points on the scoreboard. Ended up winning uh, the preseason cup or whatever the hell it's called. But uh, not really a stack to read into for me with so many guys missing, especially when Again, this close to the season, we want it to be as relevant to the NRL as possible. This was the big surprise pack of the week for me. The Dragons, 34 over the West Tigers, 18. I did not see this coming, and I'll tell you what, uh, you can tell me the Dragons, are oh, they just played the Tigers, and the Tigers are shit. If that's what you want to run with, sure. But, mate, the Dragons played some really, really good footy here. They were they were very impressive. I thought Tyrell Sloan, I've uh, been very critical of him over the last few weeks. I thought he was very good in this game. Uh, I think he came up with one early error. Uh, but outside of that, he was very impressive, Sloan. Um 
162 odd run metres, two line breaks, one line break assist. He was everywhere. Sloan scored a try as well. Thought Zach Lomax was really strong coming out of his own end as well uh, in limited opportunities. But Moses Sully and Jack Bird, these are the talking points. My God. Sully, 17 runs, 183 metres. I imagine a fair whack of tackle breaks, 11 tackle breaks. Very, very impressive. Jack Bird, about 130-odd run metres, four tackle breaks. He's looking as fit as he has looked in quite some time, Jack Bird. Ravalawa as well, played a really good game, scored a cracking try. He was near impossible to stop. Uh, for me, though, I thought that the halves, Kyle Flanagan and Ben Hunt, the way that they're connecting at the moment really was impressive. Benny Hunt obviously scoring a double in that one. Jacob Little, the hooker, I thought he looked great as well. Very, very impressive. And Jaden Sewer, wow. He looks like he's coming back into some of his absolute best form at the moment, Jaden Sewer. Uh, it sounds like he'll move to the right edge once Luciano Lelua arrives, who will play on the left. Uh, so very, very interesting, this Dragon side. Uh, They showed us what they could do in that game. Can they do it consistently week to week? Um, That is going to be the big, big challenge for them. We'll see how they go, but they ticked all the boxes the other night. Were very impressive. So credit to the Dragons. To the Tigers. Christ. um, I thought they'd be better than what they were. Uh, Pretty disappointing. Um, Bud Sullivan got taken off early in the second half, in the first half. Uh, He was replaced by Lockie Galvin, who played a range of positions. I actually thought with Galvin on the field, uh, they looked a bit better at 5'8". So uh, very interesting to see what Benji does in round two. As we said on Instagram this weekend, he's got the extra time to work out what he wants to do. They've got the round one by... So it will be very interesting to see uh, which direction uh, Coach Benji Marshall goes in here. Um, Aiden Caesar, I think he's got the halfback spot locked up. But Bud Sullivan, I don't know if he's got the 5'8 spot locked up. I thought when he came back on for his second innings and he sort of took control a little bit, I thought he was really good. Came up with some nice plays then. But the first half uh, wasn't fantastic. I thought Stafford Toa had a good game. He was solid as well. Came up with a couple of... Um, good defensive players also got uh, done and dusted on a few times, though, to be fair. Jareem Bollas scored a try that only Jareem Buller can score. Absolute freak to watch how he moves. Very, very impressive. Stefano, another good hit out. Credit to Stefano. Um, he's sort of been a bit of a quiet achiever throughout this trial. He's been solid. Alex Seafarth been good as well. Just hard to work out when John Bateman comes back into this side where he's going to fit in Johnny Bateman. He will change his side quite a bit, as we know. But yeah, Lockie Galvin came on and played what felt like halfback, 5'8", centre and back row. Tough kid. Uh, I think he showed last night that he's probably not going to be overroared uh, by it. I'm not expecting him to come in and be an absolute superstar, but I think he's shown that he is sort of ready for this level. Very young guy, only 18 years old. Pretty wild that he was in there. Um, outside of that, guys, not a heat to take away. I thought that... Alex Lobb, uh, a Wollongong boy who came off the bench for the Tigers, did a couple of nice things. Heath Mason is a name to watch. Um, obviously scored a try in this game, but I know from you know a lot of people messaging me over the weekend and whatnot, Heath Mason, and that was before he scored. Very, very hyped on Heath Mason, so keep an eye on him heading into the future. All right, last two games of the week. We've got the Canberra Raiders and the Cowboys who went head-to-head yesterday. Uh, the Raiders started really, really well. They came out of the ga- gates fast. Uh, the Cowboys managed to run them down late, though. For me, the star of the show for the Raiders, Ethan Strange. Unfortunately, he did get uh, put on report in that game um, between the legs. Uh, I'm not quite sure uh, how this is all going to work out, but I really do hope he's available for round one because I think he earned... Uh, that jersey, I was about to say debut, but he obviously did debut last year, Ethan Strange. I think he's earned that jersey. I think Ethan Strange has to be the six over KO Weeks. KO Weeks has just... 
He just hasn't grabbed it with two hands in this preseason, unfortunately. So, Ethan Strange, even if he's not available for round one, uh, I would put KO Weeks in probably. Uh, and as soon as Ethan Strange was available, I'd bring him straight in. Uh, Xavier Savage scored a pretty soft try early. Obviously, a drop ball from Kyle Felt. And I remember sitting there at that point going, oh, my God. Kyle felt this is going to be a long day for you. How wrong I was. Uh, the highlight for me out of the Canberra outside of Ethan Strange, was Matty Timiko. The one-on-one uh, that he put on Val Holmes, absolutely dynamic. Just left Val Holmes for dead. Very, very impressive, Matty Timiko. I think he's in for a big season. I'm very, very excited for him. Um, Outside of that, guys, I thought Josh Papali'i early on was fantastic. Looks very, very fit at the moment. I think they mentioned in commentary that he's lost a bit of weight. He looked very good. Um, I thought that Morgan Smithies got through a bit of work early. Only played about 25 minutes. Had uh, five hit-ups for 50-odd metres uh, and made about 20-odd tackles with zero missed. Was very good defensively. You could see him starting to ball play a little bit. So I think supercoach-wise, I think you bring him straight into your side. Outside of that, guys, uh, not a stack that was standing out for me from that one. Puru, uh, very talented player. I, I just hope he gets opportunities this year. Thought he had good impact when he came on. Uh, Atta Mariota was good coming off the bench as well, as was Pasami Solo. Uh, so yeah, bits to take out of that from the Canberra Raiders despite a loss. Uh, I think that when you saw what they could bring early and the promise they had, um, it was pretty impressive. So hopefully Ricky Stewart and his boys can carry that into the season regular, and hopefully they can surprise a few people. Um, Chevy Stewart came on in the second half, did a couple of good things. Uh, I do not think he will be the fullback for round one. The rumours are that it will be. Um... Jordan Rapana, and I think that is how it will play out. I think you'll see Jordan Rapana there. Trey Mooney, solid as well. Let's move on to the Cowboys. Wow, Scotty Drinkwater. He is in for a big season. Three line break assists, three try assists. Absolutely carved it up. Kyle Felt, full credit to him. I sat there after the first few minutes going, oh my God, Kyle Felt might be dropped by half time here. Dropped the ball early. I uh, came back and had a blinder. Scored three tries, honestly. Was kind of unlucky not to score five. Was tremendous. That combination with Scotty Drinkwater is sensational. Uh, I thought Zach Labart, if there was any worries over whether he'd lock down that spot, he definitely did yesterday. 128 metres out of centre. Two line breaks, one line break assist, one try assist, and eight tackle breaks. He was sensational, Zach Labart. Very, very impressive. Uh, Tommy Dearden and Chad just went about their work, did what they had to do. Uh, Jason Tamalolo still lacking a little bit of that punch, if I'm honest. Uh, I don't think he's going to go back to his absolute best this season. Ruben Cotto got through work uh, in his two stints. Um, anyone else come off the bat? Oh, Thomas McKayley. Jesus. Uh, came off the bench, scored two tries. Uh, nine odd runs, few tackles, you know, a couple of tackle breaks. He was very impressive, Thomas McKayley. I do wonder if he has potentially played himself into a bench spot for round one. I haven't gone through their entire side, uh, but I think he's a sniff. The other one I want to mention is Helam Lukey. Obviously, Ethan Strange. I didn't mention Ethan Strange's defense. Fucking hell, very impressive. Helam Lukey, uh, one of the most talented back rowers in this competition. He took care of him all day, but I still thought Helam Lukey was good. 18 runs, 168 run meters, four tackle breaks. Uh, was very, very solid Lukey. 17 tackles, zero miss. So Helam Lukey, I think you can lock him into your Supercoach sides 
as well for round one. Last game of the week, the Titans and the Eels. The Eels winning this one 26 points to 16. Uh, Eels fans, you'd have to be pretty happy with this. I thought their ball movement was fantastic. Halves looked good. Uh, their forward pack looked sensational. Junior Bolo, uh, really, some really, really nice things moving the ball around. Put Reggie uh, under the, the sticks or over for a try at one point. Bryce Cartwright, he looks ready to rip this season. Very, very impressed with Bryce Cartwright. My boy, Jermaine Hopgood, uh, scored in this one as well. Will Pensini, first try. So many positives to take out of this for the Parramatta Eels. Um, I'm not convinced they start round one with the one hooker. I know that the coach has come out and said it, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not. So I'm still not convinced on either of them as an 80-minute nine. We'll see what happens there. Kelma Tualangi, uh, good performance again. We're hoping he doesn't steal minutes off Sean Lane, uh, but that's a little bit of a worry. We'll see how that plays out. Blaze Tulangi came on. I thought he was solid. Ofehiki Ogden's another one that sort of had a good preseason. Flown under the radar a little bit. But, uh, yeah, look, good all-round performance by the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Will Pensini, 160 metres. Uh, Jesus, uh, our boy Jermaine Hopgood ran for 226 metres, scored a try. He was everywhere, three offloads as well. Bryce Cartwright, three offloads. So, yeah, very solid by the Parramatta Eels. Just want to bring that form into the season regular uh, and build off the back of that. So, Parramatta, they've ticked all the boxes in this game, which is what you want to see. I believe we had a Bailey Simonson injury. I'm not sure quite not sure how bad that is. Look like a hamstring. Uh, so their depth might get tested pretty early. Uh, for the Titans, uh, Keanu Keeney was dynamic as always. Six tackle breaks, 170-odd run meters. Very impressive. I thought AJ Brimson um, only had nine touches of the football. Ran for 176 meters. Obviously scored a try that he ran uh, you know, pretty much the entire field. So don't read too much into those incredible run meters. Uh, he just, just didn't get enough ball for me yesterday. Uh, I think I saw... Who was it? I think I saw How Good Sport on Instagram mention um, they only had nine touches of the football. Just having a look at his receipts here. Yeah, so I think he ended up with a grand total of 12 touches of the football, it says here with the receipts. But even that, I just want AJ Brimson to have more ball than that in this game. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where, if that means center, if that means fullback. I, I don't know, but I just, I don't know. didn't love it yesterday. But let's give the Titans an opportunity. They've got guys playing new positions and whatnot. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time. I think we just have to be patient with it. They've obviously got to get back uh, Kieran Foran. They've got to get back um, Dave Fafita, Jaden Campbell. So, um, yeah, let's not cast too much judgment just yet on the Gold Coast Titans. Bo Fermo, I thought he was solid in his hit out uh, there. I will probably be bringing him into my super coach side, uh, depending if anything better pops up. But I'm sort of leaning towards Bo Fermo at the moment. 24-odd tackles, couple of hit-ups. Six tackle breaks. I think he's looking good. Had a try assist as well with line break assist. So, Bo Fermo looking the goods. Tino got in there, did his work. 150-odd run meters. Aaron Clark came off the bench for a nice little cameo. Thought he was solid. Um, outside of that, uh, not a heap to talk about with the Titans. I think Desi would have been looking for a little bit more from them defensively. We know they've got the talent. We know they can score points. It's that defense we really want to see get sorted. Uh, not that we care too much about scoreboards here, but 26-16, Titans missed all four of their goals. Don't Not very often you see Tanner Boyd do that. Uh, so it was only five tries to four. I do feel like, though, uh, that Parramatta were definitely the more impressive side out of the two. Uh, but Titans, I think they're in a better spot right now than they were last year, despite this loss. 
I think they're sitting in a good spot. Once they get all their stars back and Desi Hasler starts to be able to work his magic, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Titans go this year. Uh, guys, that's our rapid review for preseason trials week two. Uh, the NRL season starts this weekend from Las Vegas. I'll be there. Plenty of content coming your way over the next couple of days. It's going to be super exciting. Bloke in a bar coming your way this afternoon. The deep review uh, from trials week two. Plenty to touch on there. Really, really looking forward to it. 